Blog Talk Radio. Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Well, hello and happy Monday to you. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, August 17, 2020, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas of success. Well, ladies, I trust that you had a beautiful weekend, spending time with your family, joy pampering yourself, and doing some things that bring you joy. Remember, even during the midst of the quarantine, it is your responsibility to find ways to bring joy to yourself, to bring that inner peace that gives you satisfaction and let you know that, hey, I have the power to do all things. Well, it has been, what is this? This has been the second week. I think it's the second week of August. Well, last week was the second week. We're actually going on the top of the third week of August, and we have been talking about marketing your business online all this month, which is a very, very important topic. And hopefully you guys have been taking good notes. If you are new to the show or if you've missed the last couple of episodes, I want to encourage you to make sure you go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on podcast, and in the on the right-hand side of the page, you'll see the Block Talk player, and then you can click on the previous uh, the previous broadcast and listen to it, you know, go ahead and start from the beginning of August and you'll be able to get caught up with everything that we've been talking about with marketing online. You know, the one thing that I definitely want to say about marketing online is that is marketing is ever-growing, ever-changing, a lot of the techniques and strategies and different things. But the one thing about marketing will always remain true, and that is the, the definition of what it means to attract people to you using, you know, strategies and methods in order to attract them to you, to what you have to offer. So marketing really is the attraction factor that you're using to grab people's attention. That will never change. That is what marketing is. But I want you guys to really understand that along with marketing comes generating leads, right, and also Sales. Now, a lot of people say, well, you know what, isn't generating leads the same system as marketing? After all, you just said it means attracting people to you. Yes, indeed. But what you need to understand is that while you are attracting people to you, generating leads has to do with attracting people to you in different ways and using different subjects and topics. So oftentimes when you have a marketing strategy in place and you're trying to do something that will target a specific product or a specific service, then you're also talking about generating specific leads, people who are interested in doing just that very thing that you're wanting to sell. And so sometimes there's no – well, you're not going to be able to have anything such as a catch-all marketing system. You're going to have to niche. You're going to have to segment, and you're going to have to learn to market um, and develop strategies 
for different services and products that you have. And it's not always going to be the same way or the same technique or the same method that you use. And I think this is something that can cause confusion, can cause a, cause a little bit of overwhelmed feeling uh, with a lot of business women who are saying, you know, well, you know, just can't I just market something and just let it rip? And, you know, and I make all of this money 24-7, but it doesn't work like that. And the one thing that I think that we all need to realize is the sooner we embrace and understand that marketing is multifaceted, that it requires uh, a lot of study, it requires us to focus and, and truly understand the system, the better it's going to be. So hopefully I've given you guys some food for thought over these last couple of weeks. Hopefully you have been taking good notes and you're understanding how important marketing really is because it does indeed lay the success foundation for your business. After all, the biggest things that come out of marketing is clients and customers and cash. And that's what we need to be successful in business. That's what we need to keep going in business and to even say that we have a business. We need customers, clients. And cash, right? And so marketing is going to get us there. It's going to start the ball rolling, but it's not the only thing. And we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. I'm excited today to be bringing to you uh, a segment on marketing online with YouTube. I began to study it over the last six months and learn a few things about it. I have not started uh, using it as I should all the way, so I definitely want to be transparent with you about it, but I do understand it. And I want to share with you what I understand so far. And, of course, my goal is as we carry on with marketing, I'm going to carry on marketing through September as well, is to have some uh, expert guests on the show who have experience in different types of marketing, social media, YouTube, online, and offline marketing, so that you guys really get an aha moment on what you need to be doing for marketing, right? However, I have mastered the basics, and a lot of you listening still need to get the basics down pat. You still need to understand it. So, again, make sure you go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on podcast in the top menu bar, and then listen to the previous broadcast on marketing your business online. Also, I am excited because I'm doing something that I really needed to do for myself and my husband and I just decided to take just this wonderful pick-me-up trip to Florida. That's right. We decided to go to Florida, but we are still in quarantine. Uh, we have a beautiful condo on Oceanfront, and we just wanted a different scenery. So we are enjoying ourselves in quarantine here in Florida, and um, everything is wonderful, and I'm just so happy. I was able to wake up this morning and be right on the on the patio looking at the ocean as I prayed to God the Father. And so that was just a pure joy. So, again, you know, just reminding everyone, even though you might decide to take a vacation, even though you may decide to go somewhere, remember that we are in quarantine. However, what I won't do is go and visit relatives. You know, every summer how you only pack up the kids and you go visit relatives, that you want to be very careful of because we still don't know uh, just how all of this is going with 
the coronavirus. You know, we hear that the numbers are going down and then the numbers go back up, and it's kind of like an Imperial syndrome right now. But the one thing that we do know is that social distancing is a key factor in stopping out this virus and calming it down. And so that we all need to be doing. Um, I want to remind everyone that the holiday season is steadily approaching us, and if you plan on marketing effectively during the holiday season, it's your time now to really start selecting your flagship products and figuring out what you are going to be offering. And, of course, with the quarantine, almost everyone is going to be shopping and selecting what they want online. They're expecting online shopping this year to double right? And so what that means is that a lot of the retailers are spending a lot of money marketing online, and so you have to be prepared. Don't get intimidated. Be prepared in understanding what you need to do to market your business. I did an article um, last year on marketing your business online. Uh, You guys can find that article on the Women About Biz website. And I think that you guys will really get some ideas from the article, so definitely go ahead and go take a look at it. Now, there are two places you can find it. I'm going to tell you the fastest way is just to go uh, where it says Success Clubs in the top right menu bar and click on Business Marketing. And once you click on Business Marketing, you will see it there. It is the third box on the right-hand side, five ways to market your business during the holiday season. So definitely take a look at that. And, you know, if you don't know how to get started, this article is really going to help you with understanding what you need to do to start marketing your business for the holiday season. Again, um, I believe that you're going to start seeing a lot of holiday marketing the bottom of September, early October. People are already gearing up and starting to do that. And I'm even seeing some retailers now having pre-holiday sales, which tells you that they're gearing up to get uh, their listeners, their viewers, they're gearing them up to get prepared to receive holiday messages. So it's, it's time now for you to do so as well. So one thing that you can do for yourself is start thinking about the flagship product, that one product that you're going to be pushing all holiday season. So the flagship product is a product that you will have that's a service or a product, and you're going to give a deep discount on that product. You know, normally that product, for example, may cost $150, but you're going to give 50% off of that product or 40% off of that product. But you're going to give a deep discount on that particular product. And your marketing is going to be all around that particular product. So remember, the one thing that you have to keep in mind about the holiday season is that you may have other multiple products on your page, on your shopping page, for people to look at, but you want to stick with a niche in focusing on one product in particular 
that you feel is in demand or that you can do good marketing around to get people to want to knock on your door and say, I'm attracted to what you have. I'm interested in this particular product or service. So keep that in mind. So again, now is the time. And this is why I'm bringing up the, even the subject of marketing online is because here we are less than six months away from the end of the year. There is so much time still left for you to market your business and to generate some income, right? I have seen people catch on to aha moments listening to the show and write me and tell me they never thought that they would have generated, you know, high five figures and six figures in their business in just six months, but some people have. So you can never give up hope and say, oh, shoot, I might as well just plan and wait for the next year. That should not be the thought path that you're taking. The thought path you should be taking is, okay, I've got to get myself and gear myself and get ready to really market my business and focus. So I've got to determine what my product is going to be. I've got to look at what I need to quickly improve about my marketing. Is my website ready? Is it user-friendly? You know, what is it that I need to be doing uh, to market my business? And then how am I going to implement advertising? Am I going to advertise on Facebook? Am I going to do Google? AdWords, what am I going to do to advertise to, to boost my marketing and get more information out there? These things can be done. Ladies, people are doing it right now. They are gearing up their marketing. So there's no reason why you can't do the same. So more about marketing is coming up in just a little bit. Right now what I want to do is go ahead and I want to go over the five questions of focus and action. As you know, I ask these questions every Monday. But the whole reason is so that they can, these questions can really permeate in your subconscious mind so you can build a habit of listening to these questions and asking them of yourself as often as you need to to strengthen your role as the CEO of your company. So here we go. Five questions of focus and action. Number one, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Now, this is all talking about you preparing your mindset for good things to happen, for successful things to happen, preparing your mindset to be the type of CEO that you need to be for yourself and for your business. That's going to require you to do some morning personal development, right? It's going to require you to learn how to motivate yourself. And one easy way to get started with that is to create your own affirmation that is customized and personal to yourself. Here's number two. What are my goals and priorities for the week? Well, there are three main goals that have to be included amongst that list that you may answer. Those three goals are marketing, leads, and sales, right? Again, these are the three most important components of setting the foundation in your business, and one can't do without the other. They are all codependent. Number three, am I clear on my role and responsibility as the CEO of my company. You know, ladies, hey, I, I mention this every Monday, and hopefully many of you are really getting your aha moments and going ahead and developing a position description for yourself as the CEO that's going to help you to understand what you should be doing daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. And then number four, what tasks 
will I be delegating to others and following through on? Now, this is all about the, the, the year of delegation. I declared that at the beginning of the year because if you're, dep- if you're planning on generating a multiple uh, five-figure or six-figure income, there is no way you're going to be able to do it by yourself. You can't be an island alone. Right, you're going to have to depend on other outside resources that can help you to um, shorten your time frame that you're learning different things, shorten that learning curve, and help you to move faster than you've ever moved before in your business. And so, if you have not already, now is the time for you to develop a power team system that is a group of individuals that, when you need their assistance, they are there. Most of them are. Uh, many times run their own businesses, so they are contractors, but when you need them, you have already established a relationship with them, and they know who you are. You should never wait to the last minute to try and find someone to do something, because sometimes you're not going to find the best person, because when you find someone for a particular project or a task, it should be in the pre-planning stages, and you're, you're wanting to vet that person to make sure that you have selected the best person for the job. Number five, last but not least in the five questions of focus and action is, am I clear on my business finances? Wow, this is, this is huge. Again, am I clear on my business finances? This is all about bookkeeping accounts payable, and your cash flow analysis. Finances are very important, and I have discovered that sometimes as women, we have a tendency to run away from our finances. We have a tendency to run away and not wanting to check what that checking account balance is or what that PayPal balance is or that Stripe balance, but we have to because it is going to keep us on our toes and understand and know either how short we are, right, uh, in, our, in making sure that our accounts payables are taken care of or that we do have the money that we need and then whatever we're doing to generate that kind of cash or income, we've got to learn how to do more of it. So, again, your business finances are very important and you wouldn't be a responsible CEO if you didn't have a bookkeeping system, if you weren't up to date on your accounts payables, and if you didn't know how to read a cash flow or to even prepare one for upcoming budgets and tasks and projects and different things that you want to implement. So I want to encourage you to look up those three things, bookkeeping, accounts payable, cash flow analysis. Take a look at those things and look at how you might be able to implement them in your business. So there you have it, five questions of focus and action that is going to help you to become the CEO that you need to be for your business. Keep important things in the forefront. Ask these questions of yourself as often as you need to. It is 12.18 after the hour, and for those of you who have just tuned in, you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm Trina Newby, your host and success coach, founder of Women About This, and so excited that you are here with us today. If you are new to the show, want to make sure you know who we are and what we do and to mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 noon Eastern as we bring you information that you can put to use right away. 
today. Successful Woman Radio is all about providing you, the businesswoman, with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life generating the income that you desire. And that's what the show is all about. And, again, we bring you that information that you can put to use most of the time right away. And that is why the show is so very, very special. Of course, it is the flagship show to womenaboutbiz.net, which is our main website. Again, womenaboutbiz, B-I-Z as in zebra.net, our main website. And, of course, you can go there. And if you haven't already, make sure you click on join and become a free lifetime member at Women About Biz so that you can become part of our family of business women, um, and we will keep you up to date and share with you all of the happenings and things going on. Speaking of happenings, I want to remind you guys, if you haven't already, to mark your calendar for Wednesday, August 26th at 12 noon for our monthly Lunch and Learn. That's right. We have our uh, workshop coming up. It's going to be the workflow of marketing, right? And so this is going to be something special because I am going to be doing it webinar format, and I'm going to be showing you how to lay out the workflow of your marketing system, right? You're going to learn how to implement it, how to create a monthly marketing calendar. I'm going to talk about best practices for managing your marketing system and delegating versus doing it yourself and show you how um, you can use a system of delegation that can work for you when you're looking at getting a virtual assistant or someone that will help you with your marketing. So, again, that's coming up on Wednesday, August 26th at 12 p.m. To register for this free webinar, all you need to do is go to womenaboutbiz.net and click on events in the top right menu bar, and you will be able to RSVP for your free ticket. Again, don't forget August 26th. I think we still have a few spots left uh, in that webinar, so if you haven't registered, make sure you do so now. I, uh, I don't want you guys to miss out on this. And, you know, we normally have about 50 uh, in our webinars, and I think we have more than half of the webinar spots have already left. So if you're listening to the show and you're in front of your computer, just go ahead and go there now and get yourself registered. I want to go ahead and talk a little bit also about search engine optimization. Before we talk about marketing, I want to talk about search engine optimization, which is a part of marketing, right? And I want to tell you why search engine optimization is so important and what you need to be doing. I want to give some basic things of what you need to be doing um, to get SEO, search engine optimization, better suited for your business. Because I know a lot of people, uh, sometimes you can feel like you have the octopus syndrome where you're just reaching and reaching and you've got all of these different things going on, but you're not quite sure whether or not it is working for you, okay? So the first thing I want you to understand and know just about uh, the Internet and your presence on the Internet and having people to find you. You need to understand that everything on the Internet is compartmentalized, and it, and, it, and it should be in order for the search engine to find it, right? Think about going to a library. When you go to the library, 
all of the books and stuff aren't just thrown into a pile, right? And you have to climb into the pile to kind of figure out where you are and what you want. No, the library is actually in that structured and organized so that if you're looking for something on uh, how to cook or recipes, they have a section on, on cooking and recipes. If you want to learn how to knit, the, the library has a section on knitting. If you want to learn how to start a business, the library actually has a section on business, and, and then it will tell you the numbers that you should look up for starting a business. And so, again, everything is structured and indexed. And I want you guys to think of the in, Internet like a huge virtual library, right? And so with that said, you've got to understand is that, Search engine optimization is how optimized is your business on the Internet so that people can find you. In other words, how indexed are you on the Internet? How, how are you getting people to notice who you are and find you? Better yet, how are search engines that Google is using able to discover you or find you? So I want to give you an example of, of a wrong way. Uh, for search engine optimization. So think about the fact that if you wrote an article on how to prepare a gift basket, right? That's the name of the article, how to, how to create a gift basket. But your article, instead of how to create a gift basket, your article most of the time mentions gift basket supplies more than anything in the article. Would that article actually be optimized for how to create a gift basket? Absolutely not. Why? Because in the article you talked more about the supplies, gift basket supplies, than you did how to create a gift basket. So if somebody went into Google search and they put in the keyword phrase, how to create a gift basket, nine times out of ten, your website is not going to come up, not even in the first 10 to 20 searches. It's just not going to come up. And then that article, which might have been a good article, is not optimized, right? And so you've got to start learning how to optimize. So what I want to do is I want to give you some key tips on writing your content because we've talked about how to generate your content and how to take even one article and repurpose that article for a lot of different things. For a video, uh, you can repurpose it into a report. You can break it down and repurpose it for different segments on social media. So there's a lot that you can do with a really well-written article. And it doesn't have to be long. It can be, you know, 500 words, but it can still be used and multi-purpose in a lot of ways. But first, you need to understand how to actually index the article on your website, okay? So most people have a blog system that they are using on their website, whether it is through um, WordPress, which is the most widely used blog system um, on the Internet, or some other type of blog format or system that they are using, okay? Or some people are indeed just using what we call um, a, creating a 
static article, meaning you're creating a page on your website and you're putting that article on that particular page. But here's some things that you need to understand and know about search engine optimization and why it's so important. So we're talking about getting yourself picked up by the search engines, at least getting indexed so that when people look for your particular article they uh, or your particular subject, it is, it is going to pop up as an option, okay? So the first thing you need to know about writing content is that it all starts with your title, okay? The title of your article, whatever it is going to be about, in order for the search engine or the spider to pick it up and to say that it is about that particular topic, the title needs to have the words of that topic in the title, okay? Very, very important. Again, if it was going to be about how to create a gift basket, then that's what the title should be. But it wouldn't be why I like gift baskets, right? Because the search engines aren't going to pick it up. Yeah, it, it, it may be on page 100 after a person clicks through the search engine 100 times, they may find some interesting information on you. But how many people actually go and click through Google uh, and go all the way to the end of the Google search, which might be 100 pages or more, right? They're usually going to stop around the first three to five pages and what they are looking for. So in essence, you really want your article title to appear within page one or two. That's really what you're trying for. But if it's appearing between pages one through five, that's still pretty decent, okay? So the title is the first thing that you really want to make sure that you have exactly what the article is about in the title of the article. And ladies, don't be too worried, okay? Don't be too worried. Write the title down and then see how can I say that shorter with still using the keyword so that the search engines will pick up the, uh, the title, the article title. The next thing that I think is very important is that the keyword of the title you want to use in your main in the main body of your article that means in the actual written article you want to use the keyword in the main body of the article at least 5 to 7 times okay 5 to 7 times so if you have an article on for example how to create a gift basket then you yeah, you've got to really dig in and, and get creative on how you're gonna use that phrase, create a gift basket. You're gonna to have to know how to do that. And that is a, a mistake that I see a lot of people making. Let me just share with you. I've been reviewing a few of my clients' websites that um, they've asked me to take a look at and let me tell you what I've discovered. So I've had some websites that I've reviewed where it may have uh, a product page and the website is listing, let's say it has a front page and it's listing all of the products. But then when you go to click on the product, it doesn't, it's not clickable. It just lists the products and their prices. How, how do you think someone's going to find that particular product, that individual product? How can you pull that product out and niche that product if it doesn't have its own page. So here's what you need to understand. 
if you're trying to do something like a catalog page of services or a catalog page of products, or when people click on the word services or they click on the word product, they can click on one overview page and see all of your services and products. Hey, that's fine. That's just fine for the user that is, that is actually visiting your website. But what about the user that's not visiting your website but is looking for one of the services or products that's on your page? How can they begin to find out where that product or service is and what is it all about? How, how can they do that? Is it, is it that it's going to just pop up for them if it's not optimized? No. So listen up. Every service and every product that you have, if you have them, should have their own web page. Absolutely. And it should use the keyword or the, uh, or the subject of that product or service. It should use that keyword or keyword phrase throughout the description of it, and then it should be listed. Very, very important, okay? Some service-oriented businesses, in addition to doing that, should also, at the bottom of the page, of the footer of the page, also list all 50 of these U.S. states. Like, for example, if you had a travel business, right, and you wanted people who were in all of the U.S., you wanted people to know about, for example, you had a special travel package to Hawaii. You want everybody in the U.S. who wants to go to Hawaii, for example, to be able to, to find out about it. One way to do that is to make sure that you have a niche page about a specific location in Hawaii. Remember, the name of the game in search engine optimization is drill down, right? So you want to stay away from broad topics. You want to drill down and specialize, and you want to niche in whatever that particular page should be about. So, for example, if it was Hawaii, maybe it is the big island, Oahu, right? Or maybe it is another island. So whatever you are going to niche in, you would then also go to the bottom footer and you would put all 50 of the U.S. states. Why is that? Because you're trying to market nationally. And because Google has segmented everything, remember we talked about going in that library and how a library is completely indexed. And because Google has segmented everything, when someone goes to Google and they put in the search engine a particular type of search phrase or keyword, the first thing Google looks for is the state they live in because that's already indexed for them based on their IP address. And then from there, Google is going to pull up all of those businesses, right, that are local within that state and put right there in front of them. And so that's why sometimes, not all service businesses should do this, not all product businesses may need to do this, but some who are marketing nationally may definitely want to put all 50 states listed out in the footer so that when someone is searching from for example, I'm from Georgia. Somebody searching from Georgia wanting to go to Oahu, guess what? That travel agency might pull up because they have all the right keywords uh, in that page. And so, again, this might be a little bit overwhelming and um, somewhat cumbersome for a lot of people to understand and learn, but the biggest thing that you need to realize is that Search engine optimization is key when you're talking about marketing your business online. And so I wanted to share this information with you because 
we've been talking about different ways to market online, but I wanted to come back and give you this fact about search engine optimization because it pertains to everything you do marketing. So not only do you have to plan and strategize your marketing out, it's important that you know what keywords and keyword phrases represent your particular type of business, and you need to be making sure that you are writing about it. You need to make sure that your pages are optimized about it as well. And this is one of the reasons why landing pages, which are basically just one-page websites without a menu, so you can keep people focused, this is one of the reasons why landing pages are so um, popular is because they are very search engine friendly, and they really do help a person to focus just on what you want them to focus on. There's no menu to click on. They can't click and go all over the place. They just focus on that particular area. And that is why um, a lot of people are using them, and so should you. You should learn more about them. All you have to do is just go and Google, copy and landing pages, and you will see a lot of information out there provided for you on how to create a landing page, okay? Now, one of the other things I want to talk about in reference to search engine optimization, and that is, again, that anything that you use on the Internet should be optimized, meaning you should have a keyword or a keyword phrase that represents it, okay? So when you are planning, for example, your social media content strategy, the one thing that I want you to keep in mind is that this is huge, but Search engine optimization works very well for search engines, uh, in search engines on social media content as well, especially on Facebook. Think about this. You have over a billion people using Facebook. It's highly optimized. As a matter of fact, if you have a business fan page, your business fan page will get discovered or seen probably before your website. Why? Because it has billions of people coming to Facebook, and it's highly optimized. So the one thing that you need to understand about search engine optimization and the words you're using is that when you create a fan page, Facebook allows you to have what's called a phantom domain, meaning facebook.com forward slash whatever name you want to have after that. For example, I have facebook.com forward slash women about biz, right? So that's the name of my company, women about biz. However, you can also have facebook.com forward slash and whatever you specialize in as well, right? Very, very important. So what a lot of small businesses have not been doing is they have not been optimized at all. And I would have to say more than 85% of all small businesses using Facebook have not optimized their phantom domain name on Facebook. They're using everything else but the right keyword phrase. So remember I told you that in search engine optimization, the keyword phrase is very important. You should always have that, for example, in the title of your articles. Well, you should be uh, aware of that when you're choosing your domain name for your company and also when you're looking at Facebook and creating your phantom domain, meaning the word that's going to follow Facebook.com, for your fan pages, okay? So you really need to think about it, okay, and make sure that you have something 
that is going to be useful to you in helping people to find you when they are searching over the Internet. Now, I have a... Uh, I think I have about three or four fan pages, and I have one fan page that's called Her Dream Startup, which, all, which is all about business startups for women. Even that could actually be better optimized probably if I did facebook.com forward slash business startup. That would probably be better than Her Dream Startup, right, because business startup is more commonly searched, right? But if I say her dream startup and then I use the phrase business startup in a lot of my social media posts, in a lot of the content that I'm posting and the articles that I write and post the the, uh, the uh, article intros on my Facebook fan page, it's going to pick up the word business and startup. In the description on your Facebook fan page, here's another area that you get the opportunity to really search engine optimize your fan page by um, writing a really good description of what your fan page is all about. And remember, you want to use whatever keyword you, uh, or phrase you represent, you want to use that about five to seven times in that description and so that it is going to pull up. When I look up um, my name, Trina Newby, I am so optimized on on Facebook and on the internet, and you will you will see like everywhere that I am uh, attached to Women About Biz, attached to Facebook, attached to social media, and it dawned on me that Trina Newby is a highly optimized thing that a lot of people look up my name, and so now what I'm working on is guess what, a webpage TrinaNewby.com. Why? Because I'm already optimized on Google, the search engine, and so that is going to do me very well. So, again, you've got to know how to niche, how to choose keywords that everybody else is, is looking for. And remember, it's not always about the name of your company. So K&K Consulting isn't going to help me make money, isn't going to help me to generate revenue streams for my business, and it's not going to help me help people to find out what they're looking for, because it's not telling them any. Search engine optimization begins with the choosing of your domain name to writing your article, to describing your business, to planning your social media, to everything that you're trying to do on the Internet. It's about how are people looking for you. Well, they're not actually looking for you, right? They're looking for a particular product or service, and so that's what you need to serve up to them. That's what you need to give to them is that you need to start niching. You need to start drilling down. You need to start being specific, and you need to start giving them the keywords that they are looking for. Now, listen up. One way to start really understanding this and having your aha moments and looking at a lot of different things is looking at your competitors. So the first thing you want to do is you want to go to Google, and you want to You want to look up keywords in Google that you think really, really pertain to your business and are related to your business. That's very, very important. The next thing that you want to do is you want to look at, like, the top three pages of that search result because the top three pages 
are going to help you. You're going to start looking at those companies. You're going to say, wait, this, these companies, this was the top <clears throat> five to ten companies that came up. What is it about them that actually caused them to be amongst the top ten companies in this keyword phrase. Let me go and find it. Let me go and look at these particular companies, okay? And nine times out of ten, you're going to find the keyword or the keyword phrase. But let me tell you this as well. On your website, when your website is developed, one of the main areas that's a lot of the times missed by inexperienced web designers is the metadata and the meta search and the meta title. I want you guys to write that down. Meta, metadata, meta, meta search, that's M-E-T-A, and the meta title. These are three areas behind the scenes in the main header of your website that tell the search engines what the site is all about, okay? And usually this is where you first get to really optimize your description of your website and the title and the keywords that are relevant to your website. This is where you actually get to first optimize all of that, right there behind the scenes in the header of your website. If it's blank and nobody has actually entered that information in there, or if you wrote your website yourself and you never knew about it and you never created a meta title or a meta meta keywords or meta description or metadata, you never created any of that, then guess what? It's blank, and it could be one of the very reasons why your website was never optimized and why Google never finds your website, right? And so you have to be very, very careful of that. And so search engine optimization keywords and phrases that you're going to use that are going to help people to find out who you are, don't forget you can't just put everything in one pot and stir it up and hope that the search engines are going to find you. The search engine has been developed so that it is indexing everything, and it is going to index by subject, by city and state, by the area you live in. It's going to index. It's going to start indexing. And if your page is not able to be indexed, then guess what? The search engine gets confused and just kicks it to the curb, tosses it aside, and says, I don't know what this is about, and so therefore you're not going to show up in the search engines at all, okay? So this is very important piece for you to understand, a very important factor, and the sooner you learn more about it and, um, you know, talk with a web designer to say, hey, I need my website evaluated, I need to see if it's highly search engine optimized, or what do I need to do to make my website better optimized, the better it's going to be for you, okay? So now what we're getting ready to do is we're going to go ahead and we're going to move right on into YouTube, and we are going to talk about YouTube and the importance of having a YouTube channel. And this is, this is becoming a fascinating topic for me because um, I, I absolutely love YouTube. I, I look at a lot of YouTube channels, but I never really understood all the way how YouTube, I knew it was important, but how is it important to me, to Women About Biz? And I wanted to learn more about it, so I've been studying it for this last six months or so, just beginning to create a Women About Biz YouTube channel 
where I will be able to categorize. So what I want to do is I want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, YouTube itself and understanding how important YouTube is, okay? So the first thing that you need to understand about YouTube is that it has over 50 million content creators turning out videos once and sometimes once a day, twice a day, weekly. Um, and so as a result, you have to learn how to make your content stand out. Now keep in mind that YouTube, if you didn't know it, is owned by Google, right? And that's probably one of the best benefits of all because Google, of course, is king queen of the search engine, right, helping people to find what they are actually looking for. And, of course, YouTube um, was purchased by Google a few years back, and it was probably one of their best purchases. And so now, you know, there are multiple, multiple millions of people viewing YouTube every Second, okay. As a matter of fact, they say about they get about 23 million views on YouTube within 30 minutes. Now that's incredible. So you guys need to understand that YouTube is just as important as Google and Facebook, right? However, a lot of people have been leaving it out because, let's face it. For many people, doing a video is very, very challenging, right? A lot of people don't want to get on and do videos and, you know, have to create uh, short scripts and figure out what that is or put makeup on or do all these different things. Well, guess what? Come to find out, people are more attracted to just everyday videos, just shooting off the cuff three to five minutes, three to ten minutes uh, of something that you know, you know, a video that you know something about. That's what people are doing. So what I want to do is I want to quickly give you just some basics of YouTube that you need to know about, Okay. So the first thing you need to understand is that you need to create a YouTube channel. Now, if you have a Gmail account, okay, if you have a Gmail account, it is easy for you to have a YouTube channel because you automatically get one when you signed up for Gmail because Gmail is owned by who? Google, absolutely. So when you signed up for Gmail, you you got access to Google Calendar, Google Docs, Google Drive, YouTube, and several other things, right? But here's the one thing that I want to talk to you guys about. I want to talk to you guys about possibly switching over to having a professional account on Google called G Suite. And I want you guys to look it up. I don't want you to make any fast moves because Trina told you to switch to G Suite. I don't want you to do that because I don't want to cause confusion in your email system that you're using. But I want you to just hear me out and then research it and look it up. So G Suite is the professional version of Gmail, okay? And what G Suite allows you to do is that it allows you to have all of the things that you're used to with Gmail, but in a more enhanced way, and it allows you to use your own domain name. So, for example, um, Trina T. Newby at womenaboutbiz.net is my email address 
but I use a G Suite account, that, and it looks just like Gmail, except for it allows me to use my domain name. Now, why am I doing that? Because I want to optimize, right? Number one, I want to be a professional, but number two, I want to really optimize everything as well. So the reason why I said look at possibly getting a G Suite account before you do your YouTube, it is because you want to be truly optimized. So the first thing you need to look at, if you don't have a domain already, you really want to be careful about naming your domain something that people can't recognize what it is that you do, okay? So you really want to, first of all, have a domain name, a .com, .net, .org, .info, whatever you can get, you want to have that domain name to be something that is keyworded with what you do. Okay, very very important. And and again, I have I have a domain kdnconsulting.com. KDN is the first the initials of my name, Katrina D. Newby. But what happened is that it's not as optimized as it needs to be because who knows what KDN Consulting is all about, right? And I had to go back into my meta title, my meta description, and my meta keywords, and I had to make sure that I entered all the keywords and everything in there. Now it's beginning to show up, slowly but surely. So again, this is very, very important. So you want to have your own domain name because now you can optimize your domain, and now you can have your email being at uh, your name at yourdomainname.com instead of at gmail.com. And that's important because as you go to YouTube and you get ready to optimize, your YouTube account is going to be either in Gmail's name or it's going to be in your own domain name. And which one would you rather have, right? So that is why I say you may want to think about a G Suite account. I think it's only $6 a month, $36 for the year, um, but it's definitely worth it. The difference here with the G Suite account, and this is very, very important, it doesn't allow you to carry over your emails from the current Gmail account that you have. Okay, that's, that's the catch. You can't use your old Gmail account and change it into a G Suite account your domain name. So that's the only thing that that's a real catch. And for someone who's been using Gmail forever and has everybody's got used to that, that's something that you have to think about. But what you can do as a workaround is you can still get a G Suite account and then you can create your do, your domain email and forward all emails coming to it back to your Gmail account so that you can still use it. So there are some ways to do it. And, of course, I always recommend that you guys schedule um, a, a consultation with me or a coaching session with me so that if you need help in any particular areas and making decisions or helping out with that strategy, that we can do that, okay? So jumping back to YouTube, once you have your own domain name um, on G Suite, for example, or if you have a Gmail account, you automatically will have your own YouTube account. Now you are ready to create a YouTube channel for your business, and that's what's so very, very important, okay? Now when you create your YouTube channel for your business, 
it allows you to give a description of your YouTube channel. What do you think you need to do in that description, huh? You need to optimize that description based on the keywords that describe best what your business does, right? You need to make sure those keywords are in that description. How many times? At least five to seven times. You got it. And then you need to make sure that the title of your YouTube channel is relevant to who you are and what you do. Now, once you are able to do that, the next thing that you need to do is you need to think about the categories um, that you want your videos to be on. If, in, you, if you've never uh, did a lot of videos on YouTube or don't have any videos yet to push, then what I would recommend you to do is only have maybe one category and at the time, and then once you fill up that category with maybe 10 videos then or nine videos, you can move on and create another category. But remember, the categories are relevant to the type of subject you're talking about in your videos, right? So that's going to be very, very key. So let's go back to using the gift basket, creating a gift basket, for example. Uh, if I had a web, uh, a YouTube channel talking about uh, gift baskets, let's say my YouTube channel was called uh, uh, Gift Baskets Galore, right? That was the name of the YouTube channel. But then I did a detailed description that we show people how to create beautiful gift baskets, right? And I try my best, very best to use that create gift baskets quite a few times in the description. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I may have a category on how to create a gift basket, gift basket supplies, you know, um, and then I mean niche in a few categories, creating a wine gift basket, creating a chocolate gift basket, creating an Easter gift basket. You know, I may have different videos for different types of categories. So, again, hopefully you're seeing how this is indexed, how I'm segmented, how important it is for you to drill down. And so that is just the way that your YouTube channel should be done. Now, I want to tell all of you a little secret that you may not have known that's a big deal. If you really want to get highly optimized, believe it or not, there is so much space on YouTube for that to happen. Why? Because a lot of people are doing videos and different things, and they're not optimizing their video channels or even the video. But here's what you need to understand. Not only does your channel need to be optimized, but every time you upload a new video on YouTube, it allows you to do, get, guess what, do, do that, get that very thing. It allows you to optimize. It allows you to put a title of your video. Then it allows you to give a description for your video, and it allows you to give keywords for that specific video. So you can see how this drill-down thing is really working. Now, if you do a title, a description, and keywords that's very relevant to the video that you're talking on, and you're speaking on those things in the, in the video, guess what? It is going to be highly optimizable on the Google search engine more so than an article, more so than a website. Trust me, it will show up. And so this is why YouTube is so extremely valuable and important because so many people don't even, they know about YouTube and they're using YouTube, but nobody's optimizing on YouTube. People are not 
putting in the right titles. They're not putting in the right descriptions. They're not putting in the right keywords. They're not optimizing. So now you have someone such as yourself that understands the importance of optimization that can go on YouTube and create a channel and get discovered because you're making sure that your videos are relevant and optimized, every single one that you are listing, and that is going to get you seen on the search engine very quickly, okay, very, very quickly. And so these are things that you need to understand about developing your YouTube channel. Another thing is is that you need to learn about the audiences on YouTube. So you need to figure out what videos you want to do on YouTube, what to talk about. The easiest way to do that is to look at your competitors by putting in keywords in the Google search bar, right? Whatever your topic is about, do that to see what the top 10 websites or videos are coming up and saying. Look at each one of them and determine how you can gain inspiration from those topics and create your very own video using keywords and a, and a description and a title of that very same thing so that you can show up amongst that top 10, okay? Very, very important. So that's one thing that you want to do as well. And so this is why a lot of celebrities, a lot of professionals, um, a lot of people are putting their stuff on YouTube, uh, even though when you put a YouTube video on your website, and it, and it plays and then ends, you're going to see other videos, suggestions come up after that. People don't care because it's so optimized that it's helping you to get people to your site. So, again, even down in the description and the more section of your, of your video page, you can continue to optimize even more. So it's quite incredible. Search engine optimization can really help you, and it's a very organic way, meaning not having to pay for it. It's a very organic way if you use that with YouTube to get things fast, things quick. As a matter of fact, it's one of the quickest ways now to get recognized and optimized on the Internet. So there you have it, ladies. I hope that you guys have enjoyed all of the information that you have been shared with today on um, marketing your business online with YouTube. Go check it out. You know, re-listen to this broadcast. And, and most of all, get search engine optimized. Take care, everybody. That's it for today. Talk to you on next Monday. Have a beautiful week. Bye-bye. Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.